This is a podcast of St. Paul Lutheran Church, where we equip every generation to live rooted in Jesus. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast for today. This is Pastor Schultz. We are looking and continuing that conversation on authentic relationships. It's one of the values we have here at St. Paul. As a congregation, we use these values to shape and form and norm us. They, they emerge from the Holy Scriptures, telling us that who we are as God's people. And one of them is how God creates relationships. He does this in the Holy Scriptures. He does this for our goods. But the way that God acted in the past, he didn't stop that, and he's still active and working in our lives for today. And that's the purpose of this podcast, to highlight some of those things and those conversations of how God still cares for us today and is working through those relationships. Uh, To help nurture this conversation, I got a guest with me here for today, uh, Kim Edgar, um, often known as Miss Kim if you're around our St. Paul campus. But uh, welcome, Miss Kim. Can you give our listeners uh, a snapshot of who you are? Many of them know you, but for the ones that don't, uh, just in a nutshell so they can get a um, an awareness of, of who you are, what you do, what you're about. Sure. My name is Kim Edgar. Like Pastor said, I've been with the daycare for many years. Most of you know me as Miss Kim. And I started in 1995 when the daycare originated. That's great. And you said, Miss Kim, many people know you. We were just talking before the uh, we even hit record, but even people out in the community, you know, if you had a parent or a child or something, even still, you'll, you know, I'm sure someone will wave at you a pick and save or target and say, say, oh, Miss Kim, even if they're not connected here. So yes, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Uh, so thank you for being on here for today. Uh, we're going to ground our conversation in God's word. And for today, we're looking at first John uh, chapter three, 16 through 18, just those two verses. And yet, They speak a tremendous amount of theology in two verses of what God does for us and we then do for others. So 1 John chapter 3. By this we know love, that Jesus laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love remain in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. Uh, we chose this passage because, again, it speaks to that love of God. Uh, in the Ten Commandments, you know, when I teach my confirmation students and the like, we often say Jesus summarizes the law himself this way. The first three commandments are all about loving God. And then the last, um, the last seven then are about loving other people. And love just summarizes everything that God Um, does and wants us to do for other people. It's loving God, loving other people. And he shows us this. He says, the greatest love is this, laying down your life for somebody. And he ups the ante and says, and what does Jesus do for us? He lays down his life for us. And then extrapolates that and says, since we have been loved in such a profound way, Christians also then need to love other people. Um, It could mean laying down our life for somebody if there's a great need like that. But often, as Jesus says, uh, he wants us not to be idle in our talk, but to actually, in a way, put our money where our mouth is, to care for people, to cultivate those things. And as we see in the Holy Scriptures, um, in the book of Acts and in the early church, uh, God's people really stepped up to the plate. They did incredible things um, as they as they cared for um and the church has been at the forefront of, of hospitals and, and food pantries and orphanages and, and caring for people throughout all time and place. Uh, but those relationships that God calls us into is still active for today. And Miss Kim, this is where you come in. <laughs> as, we, uh, as we turn and look, um, again, grounding our conversation, saying, 
God cares about relationships in the Holy Scriptures. We care about this authentic relationship and this conversation because God cares about it. Um, and God still works in ways in our lives for today. Uh, so playing off of this as we see that love that God that God gives to us, you know, Miss Kim, how can you encourage our listeners? Is there um, a relationship or two or three or, or 12 uh, that you wanted to share with us for today to say, you know, this is a way that that God has worked in this relationship and it's, and it's just meant a lot to me and it's really moved you and and brought you here to this time and in place. What what might be a relationship that has inspired you and worked in your life like that? Well, thinking about this when we first started talking about the podcast, Mm -hmm. one of my favorite scriptures is from Jeremiah. And in Jeremiah it says, the hope and a future for I know the plans for you. Oh yeah. And Jeremiah 29, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And as I go back and reflect on that, I kind of see how God's been working in me for many, many, many years, that even through my teenage years and my early adult years, Mm -hmm. that I was a child care sitter for many years in my home of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And then... That's right, you're a transplant to Wisconsin. Yes. (laughs) And then a family asked me to move with them out of high school to help with their children. And then through their children growing up, I was able to go to Concordia. Hmm. So going through Concordia, I met some people, but because I wasn't ready for a full-time school year, I worked part-time jobs. And through working part-time jobs, I met an individual who was a part of St. Paul who had a call to start the directorship. So learning that relationship through her God led me to St. Paul. Hmm. So when I talk about those times, I just marvel at, even though I had no clue, God knew the plan for me. Yeah. Can we just back up a second? So you said right after high school, you moved with this family? Correct. So you graduated and they offered you this opportunity. Hey, we're moving to the Midwest. Would you like to come with us and help, you know, help provide care for our children? Yes. Okay. Uh, did you have any thought that you might do that? Or did you think about entering a different workforce job or going to college right away or something like that? How did you process, yeah, I'm going to move with this family to the Midwest. D- did you have any family in the Midwest? Was it just a blind? No, it was um, where I grew up was a small neighborhood. Yeah. And the father was transferred two years prior. Mm-hmm. So on my summers, yeah. I would come and visit and because the mom was entering the workforce, she needed help because she had four small kids. Yeah. And for that family to meet other people in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. the mom and dad would go out and do different things through his work. And it was easier to bring in an established sitter yep. than to try to find one that they weren't sure of. Yeah. So through that, and then... It was also nice for me because I'd have a summer break and I could already earn money. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. <laughs> and because they became part of my family. Yeah. Even though they weren't my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, good. I'm happy you came to Grafton, Wisconsin uh, on several levels. Did you ever have the pull or itch your desire to get back out to Pennsylvania? I did. Yeah. I had been working here for many years and we had many family celebrations in a short amount of time. And I thought I was turning of the age mm-hmm. of 40 mm-hmm. that what was I missing? Yeah. And 
even though I love my family, we all grow differently. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was a member of St. Paul who sat me down and said, pros and cons. And yeah. to be very honest, the pros were I would never be able to establish the relationships of friends that I would be leaving if I left. You can always go and visit your family. Right. But the connections here kept me here. Okay. Well, this is good. I mean, for me selfishly, I like <laughs> Like, if you're please keep working here, keep doing all those things. This is good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get that. Uh, where, where that pull uh, it takes you, who knows where God's going to lead you and take you, um, anywhere in your life. And, and for you, that one relationship brought you to Grafton, Wisconsin, that you knew nothing about and kind of started a trajectory of, for you, for you there. And you said that kind of, uh, uh culminated with, with childcare. So you've been then in the, care of children business for a long time then yes yeah did you ever think you would do that as a childhood dream it was always i'm getting off topic but my goal was to be a mary poppins yeah okay and i was not a student of I enjoyed school because of socialism Mm -hmm. meeting people Mm -hmm. and doing things Mm -hmm. i wasn't the best student I put off college for a period of time because it cost money. Yeah. And I couldn't see if I was going to be something passionate about. But then when I got the connections and I was able to do night school, which I could still earn money, but then just be able to pursue the dream Mm -hmm. along the way. But also in, in that role, I was able to learn other skills that are helping me in the job that I have today, which is financing and budgeting and planning and working with a variety of people, which maybe if I went right into teaching, I might not have developed those skills. Yeah. And those are, those are, those are critical things you have. So that's, that's a, that's a wonderful gift. Uh, You're right. You said we were, we were veering back off. We'll we'll veer back on, um, back on uh, to the conversation. So uh, you, you pick up where you left off. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take us down that path. No, that's okay. (laughs) Um, The relationships here that I built through St. Paul, this is my St. Paul family. This is my St. Paul. My best friends are from here. Yeah. And, um, through the seasons I've had, when I first started working in the daycare, I've met some young families, and then we just found out we lived approximately close to each other. So not only was I just a daycare worker, but then I was also invited to many family parties and functions. Mm-hmm. Um, I would either be a dog sitter or just building relationship with friends that way. And then through meeting more people at St. Paul, I was able to meet my husband. Hmm. So that's been a blessing. And God certainly does put people in our paths along the way, which is just a great thing. Uh, You know, the book of Ecclesiastes says there's a a time and a place and a season for everything. And it's so true um, because as you kind of said, you're uh, maybe uh, with family or friends for different seasons of life. And God honors all of those things, no matter where we're at. And, and he just pulls them all together. And, and I know I've talked to a lot of people and when they look back over, over their whole life, you know, you might see or, or say, you know, God, why did you put me through this example or this moment? Uh, but you know, some people have told me from a bird's eye perspective, when you can, uh, 
look back on everything, you say, oh, God, now I see. You know, as all these moments and years and decades come together, it's, ah, that's why you put me through those experiences. That's why you gave me those people. So, uh, well, thank you. Thank you for that, and thank you for sharing. It's um, It's been just great getting to uh, hear a little bit more about who you are um, as a person, um, as Miss Kim, and, and hearing about your story. It's just been great. But as we wrap up for today, um, a question I've been asking everyone is this, you know, you work here at, at, uh, at St. Paul and what kind of words of encouragement on a, on a twofold question, what kind of words of encouragement might you have for somebody that maybe is thinking about working for the church? Maybe they got an itch to go apply at a, at a church or to maybe go off to a Concordia and, and study a formally some degree, or, or maybe uh, in their current vocation or calling, they're, they're struggling in it, that you could give them words of encouragement as they're trying to discern, you know, what does God want me to do right now um, in the relationships that he's given to me? For myself, I've kind of learned just to sit and be still and let God work through you, but mm-hmm. through other people, that if you feel that you have this desire to work with people that care about you, that love you, they will help you along the way. Mm-hmm. For myself, I've been able to have the comfort knowing that you can ask for prayer or they show grace when grace is needed. And unfortunately, the world does not always offer that, that if you have struggles, they try to just blow you off mm-hmm. and either you, you perform or they ask you to leave. Right, right. And uh, just those relationships are so critical, as you said. I, whether it's in church work, in our personal lives, or anything, as we continually discern, what does God want us to do? Because again, did you ever think you'd wind up here at St. Paul? No. No. <laughs> and yet, that is a good thing. And we're very happy for that. I am too. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming out and talking today. You're welcome. Yeah, it means a lot. And as we close um, for today, is it okay if I do so in prayer? Yes, thank you. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this wonderful conversation as we got to talk and think all about authentic relationships, those uh, relationships that you have given to us. Ultimately, it starts with the relationship that you've established in your son, Jesus Christ, who dies for us and shows love in that unique way. And yet, Lord, that love that which flows out from him uh, causes us to share that love with others in need. Uh, help us to express that when it's easy and also when it's hard, uh, knowing that you love us even when we rebel against you constantly. And, Lord, you want us to love other people uh, even when they might not always do the right thing, but always for our benefit and always for our good as we share your message of love with a world in desperate need of the gospel. Help us to live in these authentic relationships and find peace in what we do, knowing that you have given us these callings. Bless us, Lord, in our faith in Jesus. We pray this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we hope you have a great rest of the day.